Welcome to my leadership podcast. Matt McClory here from Colonial Church here in sunny St. Augustine, Florida. I pray that this leadership podcast would be a useful tool, practical and inspiring for you on your journey as you seek to grow in leadership in every way you can. God bless you. Hello, Pastor Matt here. Welcome to another episode of my leadership podcast, Leadership with Matt McClory. Uh, We'd love to encourage you right now even just to subscribe um, to this podcast. I really believe that um, we can all grow in the area of leadership Um, and a great way to do it is to subscribe to life-giving podcasts. I really pray this would be one, Um, but if you haven't already subscribed, we'd love for you to do that. Today's episode, I want to talk about culture. Um, I gave this message last week actually to our, our church staff um, and I just feel a real leaning right now um, to revisit um, and sort of refresh culture a little bit with our team. So we've been talking about culture. It's kind of exciting actually because you get to reflect on the culture that we've built as a church um, but also revisit some of the key you know, the key things in our culture that make a big difference. Um, so I, I called it the language of colonial church, but I want to call this podcast episode the language of a healthy culture. What is the language of a healthy culture? What does it look like? What does that mean? And we're going to jump into that today. But I want to start off by reading from Proverbs chapter 4 and verse 20. It says, My child, pay attention to what I say. Listen carefully to my words. Do not lose sight of them. Let them penetrate deep into your heart for they bring life to those who find them and healing to their whole body. Guard your heart above all else, for it determines the course of your life. Avoid all perverse talk. Stay away from corrupt speech. Look straight ahead. Fix your eyes on what lies before you. Mark out a straight path for your feet. Stay on the safe path. Don't get sidetracked. Keep your feet from following evil. I love that passage of Scripture because there's references in it to talk, references in it to speech. Uh, it says, avoid all perverse talk, stay away from corrupt speech. And I wanted to come around this idea in this particular talk about how culture and the culture that maybe you're building in your family, your business, your church, your, your team, um, the culture you're building has a specific language. It actually has a language and and the language that you have um, says a lot about the culture that you're building. They're very, very tied to each other. If you think about just going to another country, recently I went to Italy and I remember going to that particular country and the language of that country says so much about the culture of that country. I think about even Italian people, they, they, they're very expressive in the, in the way they, they, they talk, they use their hands, you know, they're very, um, there's something about that language, the Italian language that says so much about that culture that they're in. But it's exactly the same with whatever we're building because there's a culture we're building and there's a language that says a lot about it. Recently at our church, we had Pastor Biju Thampi speak at our church. He's an amazing pioneer in the faith from India and love Biju so much. But he was talking about India specifically. And um, I think he mentioned in his message that there's something around a thousand or twelve hundred dialects alone in India um, coming from, I think, the two major languages, um, which is absolutely incredible. But, you know, I think it's just such a good parallel when it comes to leadership because the culture that you're leading, the culture you're building 
there's a language that's attached to that. So let me give you an example. There are words that reflect your culture. There are words that people use. There are sayings that people use. You could just think about them right now. What are some of the things that are regularly said in your environment? Like what are the sayings? What are some of the things that you say? What does it sound like? What is What are the tones? What are the inflections in some of the words and, and the sayings? But really it comes back to language. So what is the language of the culture? And I want to talk about that today because I do believe that that culture and language are so tightly tethered. I can pick up pretty quickly if I walk into to um, a church or a business by what I hear people say, but what the language is like, that I can get a lot from the language because the language describes the culture. Um, and I strongly believe in our church and, and, and in churches like ours that the language should very much reflect the culture. But I wonder in your business, life, family, uh, team, um, what's the language like? Maybe, maybe you should do a little language um, inventory. And just get a bit of a feel for it because because our culture defines our language and our language says so much about our culture. And I just asked our team to write this down and maybe this would help you in your journey as well. But our culture defines our language. So the very culture we have, it has such an impact on the atmosphere and the, in the, the people that are around us that actually defines our language. It ends up being... Um, a defining factor to our culture and our organization um, is the language that's being used. So what I did was I, I sort of came up with um, three or four keys that, that are sort of hallmarked or defining characteristics of the culture of our church here at Colonial and, um, and illustrated or talked about how they actually permeate through the language of our church. So a few things you might hear around the halls of Colonial Church, and I pray you would hear because they reflect a healthy culture. But, um, you know, things like this, hey, how you doing? You know, you're awesome. So glad that you came to church today. Um, you know, saying things like, you know, we don't just sit through a service, but we get to listen to a message. Um, you know, we talk about giving in our church. It's not just a having to give, but a get to give. Um, we talk about generosity. It's not just you know, giving money. We talk about it being a lifestyle. So for us, it's a lifestyle of generosity. It's not a, an obligation to give, but there's a language that that reflects the culture. So just a, a thought for us is if the language doesn't sound like us, could it be that the culture is being missed? So if you walk into your team, maybe you're a team builder, maybe you, you run your own, you, you run, you're an entrepreneur, you run your own company, Maybe if the language doesn't seem to line up with the culture, maybe it's because the culture is being missed by that particular individual. It might be an opportunity for you to be able to to shape and to 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 correct and mold that person to line them up with the culture of the team or the church or the business. So a few characteristics, a few hallmarks that I believe define healthy culture that you'll see in the language of that culture. The first is honor. This is definitely a hallmark of our church, but it's the hallmark for me of a, of a seasoned and spirit-filled believer, someone who honors through their language. But when it comes to colonial church, at least, I really believe that honor should be something that we hear in the language. We should hear in the words. Honor is one of those things that, you know, is really just a, a, a simple dynamic. I say this all the time, but when we honor, God blesses. It's sort of like a two-way street. As long as we're honoring, God's going to bless. Um, 
but it led me to, to sort of ask the question of our team, are we always honoring in our language? Does our language reflect that culture of honor? Because like it says in Proverbs 4, crooked speech, devious talk, that kind of thing is the antithesis of the house language. And I just want to encourage you that if you hear things like that, there could be a reflection. It could be a, um, a misalignment of the culture that you, could, that you could take on and do something about. So the challenge was out there to, to our team. Like, what are we speaking? What's the tone? What's the language? What's the dialect of our culture? Like, are we speaking with, with a thread of honor? Are we speaking with, a, with that tone of honor always coming through? Something as simple as this. Hey, as, as a church, as a leadership, are we always speaking well of people? Are we always honoring people? And it made me think, you know, that if there's a critical spirit talking, that might be because it's replaced an honoring spirit. So maybe there was honoring before, but criticism's crept in and has now replaced that, that honor. We always want to strive at our church to, to do what we can to be honoring with everyone. Honor is, is, is not something that, that is taken. Honor is always given. We, we, we really believe that honor is something that we can constantly be talking about and, 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 and have as a, a key feature of the house culture. Um, and, and the language of our house needs to reflect something like honor. Another key or another thought when it comes to the language of a healthy culture is inclusiveness. Something we should see in the language of our church or our teams or our businesses, but inclusiveness, just a culture and a language that, that, that we should see. So, for example, in the wording, in the dialect, in the tone, in the sounds, but we don't give up on people. So, we don't dismiss, you know, we don't, we don't want to put people down. We don't want to sort of exclude people. In fact, the other way that we want to do it is we want to include people. We, we, want to, we want to say to people, hey, even though you haven't been, we haven't seen you in a while, that's okay. It's all good. We're glad you're here today. It's so awesome. And that, that culture of invitation, inclusiveness um, can be a real feature of our language and I pray it always would. So our language needs to reflect that culture because that is our culture. Our culture is a culture of inclusiveness and invitation. A, sum, a simple invite to church, we believe, can change a person's um, life forever and eternity. So it's pretty cool to think about that inclusiveness is something that we can actually see tangibly in our language. It's one of the reasons, you know, and this is just sort of going off my notes for for a second, but... You know, I don't like to talk about our church as a membership and um, I don't know other churches do and, and, and that's absolutely fine but I've, I've, I've always shied away from that because to me, memberships, say at a golf club or a resort or something like that where you have a membership, a membership is, is, is by nature exclusive. So by nature, it, it's exclusive and it's, it's set apart and I know that's what some churches have is you become a member and then you are therefore... Um, a part of that church, but for me, I want to I want to create the most inclusive culture we possibly can. So I don't talk about it like a membership. We're just a, we're just a church family. We're just a congregation, and we're a church family that includes people. So we do everything we can to permeate that through our language, and I believe that it can be the language of a healthy culture. Another key I have right here is um, a feature of our language when it comes to culture is encouragement. What is encouragement? Encouragement is simply putting courage in people. That's what it means. It means to put courage into people. Um, but I challenged our team. I said, in the language that you hear amongst people on your team, interactions, even email, back and forth, text messages, opportunities like that where you get as a leader to hear the people in your organization, in your team, even in your family, 
Is it a language of encouragement? Is it that positivity that God can use? Do you hear that encouragement coming through in the dialect and the tone of, of, of the team or the house? See, I believe at Colonial, this is a feature of our house, of our culture, is that, is that we're a culture of encouragement, simply just who we are. Um, so is there a constant thread of encouragement coming through in our teams? Or is it a culture of pulling down negative language? Um, I always want to be the type of leader that when I walk into a room, I know that through my words and through something like as simple as encouragement, putting courage into people, I can lift the temperature of the room. And that can be something that's just a feature in the language. And I pray it would be a feature in, in the language of your team. So what were those three keys? Let me just reflect on them for a second. The first, just as a feature of, of healthy culture is one is honor. You'll hear that in the language. There's honoring speech and something like like Proverbs chapter 4 says, crooked speech or devious talk is is sort of far from you. I believe that's the antithesis of a healthy culture because crooked speech and devious talk is obviously negative and not helpful. Number two is inclusiveness. Or in other words, the language constantly is saying to the world that is around it, everyone's got a part to play. We don't give up on people. No one's too far gone. Where there's hope, there's life. And you hear this in the language of a healthy culture. The third was encouragement putting courage into people, making sure that people understand that, that, that we're a lift-up type of church, we're a lift-up type of, type of place. Me as a leader, I want to be a lift-up type of leader. When people have an interaction with me, they walk away feeling like, man, I just felt so encouraged just talking to those. Even if there were issues to address, we can still do them in an encouraging way. And the fourth and final today is a language of generosity. So yeah, we can actually be generous with our words. Um, in fact, Proverbs talks a lot about that, that we can, with our speech, can actually um, produce life-giving words. But you know, this can actually be a value that's found in our language. And our language reflects our culture. So therefore, the culture has a, a defining characteristic, which is generosity. I wonder if you've ever thought about your words potentially being generous being the type of thing that can actually feed people. Because in Proverbs 18, verse 21, reading from the message, it says, words kill or words give life. They're either poison or fruit you choose. And what the scripture is saying there is essentially this. You have the op opportunity every single day, every single team meeting, every single um, time that you get to maybe preach your church or lead your team, but with your words, you can be generous in a way that they actually give life. They actually nourish. They can be fruit, not poison. But on the other hand, they can always be negative. And that's the point of that particular verse is the choice becomes ours. So I hope that helps. I pray that would be something that helps you in your endeavor to grow healthy leadership. But a healthy culture always has a language. And the language has a tone, has a dialect, has a something about it that tells you so much about the culture of that organization, that church, or that team. God bless you. Well, I pray you enjoyed that leadership episode. Thanks for tuning in. I pray it was inspiring and a blessing to you on your journey. Hey, We'd love for you to connect with us, so please leave a comment. And if you'd like to send us an email, send us an email to podcast at colonialchurch.life. Visit us on Sunday as well. We'd love to see you in the house here at 550 State Road 207 at Colonial Church. God bless you.